Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Chance and Cows podcast. Uh, we've been running board game cafes around the UK for about six years now. From family dues to hen dues, from first dates to breakups, we've recommended a board game for it all. And now we're looking for a fresh challenge. Each week, we'll be inviting a guest onto the podcast who will come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario, and it's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for and suggest a game that totally turns the crank, kicks the boot, topples the bucket, sends the marble down some stairs, knocking a ball into a bathtub, which propels the diver into a paddling pool, unleashes the cage, and then really catches their mouse. Oh, chess. <laughs> I've heard of that game. Uh, Checkmate. Mouse. Nice. <laughs> First time. Perfect. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, the game recommendation <laughs> our guest loves the most. We'll score a point, and at the end of the uh, series, whoever has the most points will be crowned the Titan of Board now, if you haven't been following the series, um, we we have a clear lead here, but <laughs> we won't be announcing any winners yet. We haven't no. properly tallied. There's no been official scorekeeping here. In classic Harry Potter style, the last episode is worth a thousand points. Professor <laughs> 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 <Ooh>. McGonagall, okay. <laughs> oh, who's going to get the points today? <laughs> It's all to play for. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, uh, Richard Scarsbrook. I'm the founder of uh, Chance Encounters, and I um, love books. Un- un- who doesn't love books in this day and age? Uh, I mean, yeah, you're, you're really setting yourself up for a, an awkward opinion here. Wow. Well, I'm Hot Ben. Takes. I work at the Yogscast. I do streaming. I'm a massive nerd. I love board games, and I too have read a book. Ooh. And our guest uh, guru for the, the episode today is our none other than Dickie Jordan. Hey guys, I'm Dickie. Uh, I am a, a fully fledged nerd. Mm. Uh, I have worked for Chancing Answers for a very long time yep. uh, in, in a variety of roles. Currently humble guru. Uh, and I like graphic novels. Ooh. I see you like the pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture books. Pretty pictures. And our guest for this week is none other than Tom. Howdy, partners. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm a cowboy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a long, long-time suffering friend of Ben's. <laughs> I guess. That's why I'm here. Technically correct. <laughs> Technically correct. The best kind of correct. Uh, yeah, so I guess a nerd. 
I know of books, um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they pay me to lead, not to read. That's and the... so, um, yeah, that's not my, not really my forte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, welcome onto the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you here. Uh, yes, well, now now we've done the complicated book situation. I'm glad good. we got that out of the way early on. Yeah. Up. yeah, everyone everyone is literally, a- literally, literally able to read. I don't know where we're going oh, with this. There's almost a pun in there. <laughs> yeah. Literarily. Literarily. We got it. We nailed it. <laughs> nailed done. All, all the ingredients are there. You can make that joke yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What it's like an like? Ikea joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might even be some spare bits. Who knows? Yeah. That is the situation with uh, some Lego. My, my wife did her first Lego recently. And she was literally like, what do I do with these pieces? And if you don't have a lot of Lego, mm. well, you don't have the big box that you can just throw it into. And now you're like... Now do I make a Lego box? What do I... I can't throw this away. (laughs) Did I get it wrong? Will I ever know? Lego ain't cheap, you know? We've got a little, like, jam jar we keep on a shelf with all the spare Lego in it. It's, like, about an inch Mm. deep of just random... Because it's always the small bits you get. You never get a huge sheet or, like, like an extra wheel or something like that. It's always Mm. just a one stud round... Oh thing. man, you keep keep saving those up for a couple of years, and then mm. that's a new birthday present. Ooh. Oh, you've got to work out what it is yourself. <laughs> you just empty up all those spare bits. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I wonder what the uh, theory is behind. Is it because they're going to be easier to lose? Surely. I mean, board yeah. games don't oh, come with also, like additional. Also, bits. easier for, for the them to forget to pack when they're like mm. constructing it in the factory. Wait, or is there a is there a person constructing this? I assumed it was all automated. No, yeah. it's a factory guy, right? Like someone in a factory who's just like, did I put six or seven round things in there? Oh, I'll just put two more in and then I don't have to count them. So we're like, saying it's the yeah. equivalent of like McDonald's nuggies where you're like, oh, I've got a 10. <laughs> <laughs> they come in nine, so a 10's yeah, yeah. a good one. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess also it's hard for like, you know, whoever's packing with those big Lego hands just to pick up one, <laughs> just one piece at a time, you know, not, not great dexterity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of struggle if with you're that. You're going to give people scoops. You can't expect <laughs> yeah, them to count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I imagine that that would be the uniform that you have to go like every time you're in the factory, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, have you put on your suit? Oh, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want oh to be gosh. able to actually bend my elbows. <laughs> you were there. Did I see you bend at the knee? the worst part would be the hair surely oh yeah oh no but they'd be so easy every day you just come in and just click on the hair haircut that's true you don't even need to wash i mean that 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 would be the dream for me (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's a visual gag Uh, unfortunately dickie is uh devoid of uh, yeah i forgot my wig today yeah yeah yeah. but (laughs) luckily does have a big stud in the center of his head just just waiting waiting for that lego hair technology just to hit the mainstream yeah I feel like that would just be a thing. It would become so cool that it doesn't matter whether or not you have hair or not. You'd suddenly be like, give me that stud. Wasn't... This is uh, a just terrible half-remembered reference. Wasn't that a thing? Did the dad in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids invent that before he did the oh shrinking machine? Didn't he... Wasn't there like he a had a invention that where there was like, you have a thing installed on your head that you stick your hair on. A hair plug. Like a hair plug, but <laughs> just the an one. interchangeable. 
I have no God. idea. Yeah, maybe, I, like, maybe not. I'm going to just hope so and say yes. Okay, great. A nice timely <laughs> like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids reference. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think when I, I think back to that film, it's very much the action-y bits in the grass that I remember. Yeah. Like, just oh, okay. like the I just start and end of that film, I have no idea. They could have died and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe they did. He's Maybe um, that's the, the tragic ending of Honey, Shrunk the Kids that we've, you know, all forgotten. Oh god, the dark times that we just just repressed. Yeah, yeah, when they got the lawnmower out. Just... God, yeah, actually, there were a lot more kids until that lawnmower came. <laughs> out. <laughs> they cut those side side stories. Uh, yeah. Wow, quite literally, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, so uh, you have come with this absurd and abstract scenario for us today. I sure, I sure have. Uh, so the um, scenario that I'm kind of, you know, imagining mm-hmm. I may end up in at some point, so this might might need a recommendation, is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've gone to the Council of Elrond, mm-hmm. right? You know, they're working out what they want to do with the, uh, the, the, one, the one ring. Yep. Um, but, you know, that time when you're, you know, you could be waiting to go on a grand adventure, or you might just be waiting for some other friends to turn up to your regular gaming group. And... You just want something light to play with mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. before you kind of get into the, the real meat of it. Um, and so a lot of people, a lot of different backgrounds, and ideally would like to be able to find out who like who the Boromir of the group is yeah. uh, mm. as early as possible. Because I'd rather work out that like, oh, Ben's an asshole <laughs> than like, you know, when we're still uh, still in the woods. I feel like yeah, I've been than... really upfront about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can solve that mystery very quickly. But I think it's better to find out then than when you're on the side of a mountain mm. and uh, suddenly um, some guy twice yeah. my height turns on me. So, uh, oh my God, I hate to think of that monster of a man. Giganto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my uh, you know, Fellowship of the Ring is going to be a lot wackier than the one that was in the movie. Uh, yeah, when Mungo 5000 is like part of the squad. Uh, so, yeah, please, game gurus, can you help me with my quandary? Is that is that what you say? That's perfect. Nice. You, you really mm. remembered that line we gave you. <laughs> yeah, just nailed it. Uh, <laughs> No, that's excellent. Okay, so we we is it is is this for real life or is it does it matter where is it is it is it a fantasy scenario we're recommending this for specifically? Is like is the magic in the game going to be real? Oh no, that feels like a slippery slope to start yeah. going down. As mm. there are some some games that have magic involved that. I don't really want to hit me in real life. I don't want to get full Jumanji <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, oh, it's game of life. Boom, you now have two kids. It's like, what the heck? It's <laughs> like, oh, the party of And now I have to take care of like two miniature Toms. That does not sound like a thing I need to get involved in. Oh my God. And now someone twice their height is turning on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God. Oh no. Now we've found out who the Boromir is. Oh God. Get oh, out of no. the car, kids. <laughs> wow, it was me. All along. <laughs> what would be the worst game to have, like, what card from a mm. game? What to happen to you in real life? Yeah. Because, like... I oh, mean, wow. the, one of the obvious ones would be uh, some form of uh, Cards Against Humanity. It's like, that, that's a... Oh, those get no. pretty bad They get pretty quickly. dark, don't they? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. A lot of combinations go, in there. Go to jail. Do you not pass go? Yeah, <laughs> just that classic, like, go to jail. Just, ooh. Oh, but I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Please. Just, Where's the Court of Appeals here? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like Judge Dredd in Monopoly. (laughs) Boom. Three weeks of the ISO cubes. Sorry, this is where it's only... You cannot park here if you've gone, sorry, straight to jail. Yeah. The rest of the time, I mean, what Mm. what is that supposed to teach you? Is it just supposed to teach you don't step a toe out of line? No, because you you can literally... No matter what you do, you just draw that card and, yeah. and it gets you. It teaches you that like the law is unjust and unfair and Absolutely can strike unfair. at any time. Yeah. I feel this this gets into a very political nature <laughs> at this point. <laughs> very heavy. Uh, <laughs> oof. As we know, we're the, the, the prime political podcast. We're moving into that. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. glad that we kind of took a very political stance when I was here. Um, you know, I want to keep <laughs> things very serious, uh, <laughs> as is my nature. Um, <laughs> I would like to say I'm ill-equipped for any political debate. No, oh, that's I okay. Just, you know, uh, I I play a game with uh, with my friends a lot called Deep Sea Adventure, uh, which uh, we colloquial call colloquially call uh, drowning with friends. Yeah, uh, that's that's all very good. And if that got real, wow, it's, it, drowning with friends suddenly sounds a lot less fun. Yeah, if there's yeah. any chance of actually, like, yeah. I think if there was real peril in the line. So if you, mm. if you haven't played Deep Sea Adventure, it is a game where you're starting on a submarine. It's a very it's quite a small game, very small box. Yeah. Uh it's very cutesy. And the well, idea perfect, is that perfect to take on a submarine. Exactly. Not a lot of space. Mm. But what'll happen is that you're trying to go down as far as you can to get the best goods and then come back. But the problem is every time you pick up uh, one of these goods, it slows you down getting back. Yeah. So you have to balance it between essentially stepping on your friends and getting back in time before the oxygen runs out because that's a that's a constant countdown so i feel like if there was a real peril involved yeah would it would it change or would you just be like no i'll just kill my mates well but they'll be back in two seconds because it's normally played after three rounds anyway wow like how good is the loot that you're getting like mm. four points, pretty good. What does yeah. a point equate to? <laughs> is this in treasure? Real life? Is it like bits to fix your submarine? Honestly, it's, it's so is abstract. It? There's nothing. That, like <laughs> you could be anything, and it doesn't look particularly appealing either. And you suddenly like you take a step back from it. You're like, mm. what are these people asking us to do? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think they're just shapes as well. They just yeah. like get slightly more points on it. Oh, you've got a triangle. This oh, one's good. got four dots. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel like it must be covering up something super sinister then. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah On sure. all of my uh, submarine expeditions, I'm, I'm going to say it hasn't got that bad. I haven't had to go mm. out underneath with a very limited air supply. I've mainly stayed on submarine. Yeah. Every time you've been on a submarine, you've had to stay uh, on the, To be honest, I actually probably have been on a submarine, but it was one of those like, you go and see a boat. Yay, it's a submarine. Great, great, great story. It's <laughs> pretty good. Have you ever been on submarine? Yes. Cool. It might have been a boat. It's classified. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. tell you. I can't tell you anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, I, everything else was redacted in that. It was a really. Everyone was thoroughly entertained. Uh, but we brought the. So, uh, tell me more about the situation. We've got how many people at this this council? Are we waiting for the ninth at this point? Yeah, I think we're waiting for like one last person. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I guess Mungo's t- running late. Yep. Um, he's finding Typical it hard, Mungo. getting through all of that, like, elven architecture. Uh, oh, he's just too big. He's, he's just too duck, big. Duck under all the arches. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, so you've just got to fill some time. But, you know, you don't want people wandering off because then mm. Mungo's going to turn up and then someone else is, like, off doing something. Mm-hmm. So you need to keep people's focus together mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just try and root out, root out who the jerk is. Uh, yeah. find, that, mm. find that person. 
So obviously the first thing that comes to mind is like uh, a hidden role game, or is it just maybe a game that uh, encourages bad behavior? Because if you maybe go alone, then you 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 get potential benefits. You, what what kind of things? Mm. Is there anything that immediately strikes you on that sort of? I feel like hidden role is that's just going to teach you who's good at lying, mm-hmm. not who's an asshole. Right. But- Surely that's good as well, right? <laughs> yeah, true. Always useful. Yeah, because, yeah. uh, you know, you can, if someone, if you work out someone's really good at lying, you keep a little bit more of an eye on them, right? Mm-hmm. It's like um, Gaius Baltar getting two, uh, <laughs> you know, roll cards in Battlestar Galactica at the beginning. Yeah. Might still be a good guy. But, but more likely to be a bad more guy. More likely to be a bad guy. So you just mm. keep, keep more of an eye on that. Yeah. It feels like it's, the, it's, it's not the assholes you have to look out for, though. Because an asshole, you can always assume they're going to be an asshole. It's the people that are telling the tr- that, that might be telling the truth that are lying. Mm. That could be the hidden asshole, and those are the ones you have to look out for. True. Yeah. You want maybe something, maybe something semi co-op. There's a lot of games now where you're kind of working together, and then at the last minute, only one of you can win. Mm. So you've got, you've got to get get the game to a point where you can like succeed. One of you can succeed. But only one of you can succeed. Right. So who's going to be the cutthroat one? Who's going to be mm. the ruthless? Like, I suppose when those kind of conversations come around, maybe there's multiple people that can win. Then those those they they start openly talking mm. on your board games. Do you do you tend to find anybody opens up a WhatsApp and starts like having those conversations? That is intense. This is, like, really this intense. is news. <laughs> You've been doing this to me for years. I have not. However, I was part of a game, notably a Twilight Imperium game. It's the reference. Um, but that was literally the situation where, the, where it was, people were playing on WhatsApp. And I was like, oh, I was assuming God. that we're very social. You're having these conversations over the table. Yeah, you're trying to be sneaky. And, but people kind of know. No, it was a silent game. People were just oh texting each other. And I was like, this isn't what I signed up no, for. No, wow. that, oh I, re- I can play that on my PC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? That's literally a PC. <laughs> yeah, right. I, um, oh, wow, that's horrible. playing a game recently called uh, Alice is Missing. Oh, which I've is never played it. It's, 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 uh, it's an RPG, uh, kind of tabletop RPG, mm-hmm. um, where one of your friends, you're playing teenage children and you're... you're uh, Teenagers. Uh, <laughs> nice, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, suddenly that word came to me. Um, but yeah, you're playing teenagers and one of your friends has gone missing at school. Um, and you play the whole game around the same table, but in silence over a WhatsApp group message. Oh, wow. So you're texting each other like as the game happens. Mm. Um, and it's such a weird atmosphere. Mm. Just the idea of like, you're, you're all there and you could talk, but theoretically in, in game thematically you mm. are in each other's houses or kind of out looking and that kind of stuff and you'll play cards that will tell you kind of where you are and what's going on yeah but it's such a weird atmosphere mm. like and that is the idea of like forming alliances over whatsapp because you're the connection that you have like in an alliance or something when mm. it's written down it's suddenly just not as doesn't feel as binding mm. oh, like wow. it's not like i there's something that's missing from that kind of like having the chat in person yeah so then being kind of cooperative or, or working together kind of over chat and kind of people just meaning gets lost as well it's right, very strange okay. like it's, it's, a, it's a really weird atmosphere 
probably at the end of the game to then go back and be like, what did you talk about? Yeah. Hey, what, what are you, why are you targeting me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there were whole kind of conversations outside of the group chat that you right. were privy to, or like, as soon as you start suspecting that's going on, you're just yeah. like mm. the most paranoid. <laughs> well, you're waiting for someone to reply to your message, but you see them typing away to someone else. Yeah, that sounds And you're like, bad. hang on a yeah, minute, yeah. who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know if I love or hate that. It's, it's bizarre. I've always wanted to try it out. I remember hearing about that a couple of years ago. And mm. yeah. uh, it sounded great, no. really interesting. Really hard to talk to about without giving anything away as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but really, really worth it, I'd mm. say. Fantastic, mm. fantastic little game. But so yeah. From the outset, are we should we set like a vague number of people? Do we have yeah, well, is there a is it between three and twenty? Uh yeah, keep it keep it like a little ethereal, you know, between um four to nine. Four to nine. Because yeah. I feel like, uh, maybe let's say something about that, because, God, I could always ditch the hobbits from that fellowship. <laughs> um, like, you know, just take the other people. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Wow, well, maybe you're ditching the hobbits before, like, Legolas. <laughs> no? Uh, Wait, why Legolas? <laughs> uh, he did that cool bit where he surfed on a shield. <laughs> like, that's going to come in real handy. That's true, you do want him on the team. If you want to yeah. cr- quickly cross snow as well, he's just running atop. Boom, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know... Mm. Wow. Did... Tom famously hates elves. <laughs> what are you talking about? This, we're in a different universe. This isn't exactly. like our regular regular sort of stream type uh, thing. Okay. Now, Tom the elf lover. It's <laughs> <laughs> a totally different side of you. <laughs> no, elves are the worst. Please don't recommend any elf games. Um, do I have the power to like dock people points if they recommend an elf Absolutely game at the end? Yeah. Then yeah, if your game involves elves. You'll okay. be losing points. Watch out. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about fifty percent of the boxes have just gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean assuming that you'll they'll be allowed if you can somewhat kill the elves. Oh yeah, that's fine. Right. That's totally fine. Does that give you plus okay. points? Sure. How many points can I give out? Well, if this is the final final round, which one of you is um the Gryffindor house where you'll definitely <laughs> win as just oh 50 points for your elf killing game I love it I think at the moment we've pretty much got even scores other than Dickie who's currently yeah. leading with three points <gasps> pretty pretty much won 100% of the time that he's been a guest guru yeah no I have I'm, I'm, I'm on a winning streak you are he's in the league get him Exactly. Like, yeah, oh, that's very so me, me, and, me and Tom are uh, 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 forming an alliance under the table. We've got our WhatsApp going. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no. Yeah. We've agreed that whoever of us is in the lead is going to give all, the other one will give all their points <laughs> yeah. to them. Oh, like a sacrificial play. All yeah. drawn together. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't want to be first in a big group board game where people can gang up. Being first means you're not going to win. If you're first up until like, the halfway point. Oh, yeah. You're going to get blue shelled like, yeah. at some point. I mean, Someone's yeah. going to take you out. <laughs> That's it. Who isn't last is just going to throw themselves at you, and then then it's a battle between second and third to see yeah. who can like actually get on top. Yeah, I'm out in the front throwing bananas. I feel like you, like the way you feel about elves is the way I feel about bananas. So it's a really awkward position. Wow. Sure. Okay, but you're yeah. kind of throwing them away, right? So it's like yeah, win, no, win. just as quickly as I get. I'm just gone. <laughs> okay, just yeah, get yeah, them yeah. out of there. So are there any like um, mechanics? themes, styles of board games that you love or you hate that can like help narrow down recommendations. Uh, if there's too many rules, I am not going to play it. Um, if <laughs> right. it takes sure. too long to play, mm-hmm. not going to play it. My attention span is short and limited. <laughs> um, real, real tough. I need to get into it pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And if I don't, oh God, like 
I just I can't I can't keep that many things in my head. If there's more than um, if there's too much complication, I'm out. Um, I do like dice. Uh, if there's mm. dice involved, mm-hmm. that could be fun. Um, okay. It's not essential, but can be good. Uh, so simpler is good. A nice okay. theme. Mm-hmm. I, I get into a theme um, yeah. quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like those are probably the main. The main caveats. I don't want too many tokens either. Ugh, God. Right. Okay. A game that takes a long time to set up. Not really my kind of thing. Board game without a board. Mm. Plus mm. that that table they have in the middle of the Council of Elrond, it's real small. Yeah. It it's kind of weird that they just have this tiny plinth table in the middle of this grand hall. Yeah, well, it's the special, like, you know, ring ring table, right? They knew what they were going to place on it. But, like, why, why bring a banquet table? That'd be weird when they come up and awkwardly put the little ring in the middle. Yeah. Oh, God, you over, overdid it with the table. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we were playing Twilight Imperium before you guys showed <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. Uh, you know what? Maybe that table is a good size. I don't want too much, too much being taken up. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. Something like that. Does that help to kind of focus your yeah, laser minds? Yeah, definitely rule a couple of things out, which is useful. Yeah. I think. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking. But yeah, I, I like, I'm, I'm similar to you. I like a game that you can kind of get into quickly. And like, if people are coming over, I'll make mm. sure the game's set up before people get there. Nice. Just mm. like. So that's, that's actually quite interesting. Because I, so Dickie is the one that's actually pretty much introduced me to most of the board games uh, pretty much since Chance Encounters has opened. I, I almost looked at Dickie emphatically to be like, Dickie, what are we playing next? What's what are you got what's interesting? And you said that you prefer the the shorter games rather than the longer games? I prefer is a strong word. Like I but I have I always have space in my head for a quick game. Mm. But like I feel like I I need to like recharge after a big game. Mm. Like I'm I'm like have a set amount of a uh, quota for like big games I can do in a month or so. Like, okay, yeah. like I uh, had uh, one of the bank holidays because we've had quite a few recently. Mm. I got invited to a day where it was just all day board games. And I did two really big games, enjoyed them, did really well, loved them. A third big game came along and I just, I, I just, passed out. Mm. I blacked out. Just collapsed. I have no idea. <laughs> I just like the, I just stopped functioning. It was like you could see the batteries going down. <laughs> I just needed a, a big charge up after that. It just, I didn't have space for it. I think that's like, I don't know. I think that's true of quite a few people as well. Like, Is that the same for you, Tom? Do you have a limit on, like you were talking about rules being complicated, you're out. Do you have a limit on how long a board game should take place? Even if it was super easy rules, you'd be like, if it goes past an hour, I'm, I'm no, I'm done. I think it's uh, a bit of, um, you know, I made the joke about it. I don't, I don't really like to read, read, uh, read stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, reading rules. Ugh. No, I, I, I'll, learn, I'll learn it on the job. And yeah. um, that normally involves me then like kind of picking stuff up as I go along. Yeah. Um, because if you bombard me with a load of rules at the beginning, I'm going to remember the last two that you told me about. Yeah. And so find it kind of takes me a couple of, couple of times to really get into a, into a game. And if that game takes three hours to play uh you know you're not just you can't just knock that out in one day or well no i'm sure a lot of people just (laughs) spat up their tea like we do that every week um but for me i just find it hard a a bigger barrier of entry to get into Mm -hmm. but in turn some of my favorite games that i played are big long complicated games all right but 
it takes a long time for me to get into that. And as more time yeah. goes by, I have less and less patience to learn new stuff. Yeah. Then you should be doing something easier. Um, yeah. And so that's why I now really like super quick mm. throwaway games that you can just play. Yeah. Play five rounds, 10 rounds of one shorter mm. game than playing one big game. I think also along the lines of it's so much less of a commitment. Uh, mm. If after a couple of rounds of a five, 10 minute game or 20 minute, half an hour game, you can stop at any point. Like the difference yeah. between watching a TV show or committing mm. to watching a movie. Yeah. Like, you can sit and binge watch 10 episodes of a TV show if you're really enjoying it. Mm. Yeah. Because you know you can stop at any episode. <laughs> can stop at any time. <laughs> can stop, I promise. <laughs> but sitting down to watch like a three hour long movie is yeah. a bigger commitment at the beginning. Mm. Does that kind of make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. 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 Um, and also, you know, smaller games often have like I find a, like more wacky, like just one creative mechanic that you're generally playing around, mm-hmm. and that can be fun. I find that the the shorter the game, the more it almost relies on the people that you're playing with, uh, because they're the bit that adds the the theme almost to it. It's very important who you're yeah. playing with because. Mm. Like we've played um, there's this game and making like I, you 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 read it out to us previously and it's a fantastic game about making sounds of monsters. A wee whimsical game of uh, making uh, playing monsters and make making noises. Yeah, it's just uh, the no, worst title. Yeah, monster noises going into that. I was so confident going into that. I just bailed halfway through. <laughs> but like but yeah. playing that game, I can imagine with mm. certain groups of people, you'd be like, they'd be like, Ugh. okay, thanks. That's yeah. all you're going to give me. And then there's other people that you play with, and it's like it's the best game you ever played. And the probably the worst mm. situation would be going in from having played a great game of it, being like, yes, I'm going to bring this to my my regular board game group. They're going to love it. And then they're just like, what is this game? Mm. Yeah, there's there's no mechanics in her. I uh, I was playing that game with a, a five year old the other day, oh, and they just you. went for it. It was great. It was a really <laughs> great experience because they were just really throwing themselves into the noises. And mm. then one uh, one of the adults came along and just kind of, eh. you know, <laughs> just like just really didn't get the vibe. Just really, did. and yeah, you're absolutely right. Like the four year old mm. was, the four year old said what I was thinking. So yeah. just, just for um, the uh, you know the the listeners, um, mm. both of you gave examples of someone that doesn't give a very interesting it's monster true. noise. Mm. Can we just get some examples of what interesting monster noises would be? I feel like we'd need almost a card to display, but uh, I'll go. <laughs> I always feel like one that goes up at the end, like. Like, you know, yes. something that just uh, a little question mark at the end of the monster. You know? I mean, if you would like to draw what either of those monsters look like, Ooh. we would love to see that. Yeah. 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 We're doing the reverse way now. We've, we've given you the sounds. Yeah. Please submit those. That'd be great. A wee whimsical yeah. game of hearing noises and drawing monsters that, that sound like them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful title. So wonderful good. title. I, know, I learned from the best. Yeah. That game sounds amazing, though. <laughs> that, that reverse yeah. game. Yeah. Someone makes a noise. Everyone's got like thirty seconds to draw that monster. You put them all down, and mm. then someone picks 
that's the one that I think okay. that always <laughs> yeah. sounds the most like. I love to play that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I feel like you just get a copy of Scrawl, which comes with all of the clipboards, and then you you don't need anything else. Honestly, yeah. like, I think you just need a piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> because how do you even like you, you can't deal someone some cards and then they they read out the noise? I don't think that's no, gonna no. work. I just thought if you had the game of Scrawl, so the the, the Scrawl is this kind of game of Chinese whispers where you're alternating trying to write what someone has drawn so you depending on whether you get a picture or whether or not you get a, a message a text or whatever it would be you're trying to communicate the other one to the next mm. person on hilariously scroll was one of the cheapest ways of picking up eight copy like yeah. eight notepads <laughs> it basically it genuinely was it's a it's a bargain of a game if yeah. that's what you need it for which is why immediately i was like how can i plunder another board game for this and then you just buy that and then just be like make up a sound and then it's you, I, mm. I never score these things anyway. You just be mm. like, pick the best, yeah, yeah. done. Although it's quite, it's always quite intimidating playing a drawing game at chance. Somehow, Chance Encounters seems to employ really talented illustrators at a rate that I've not seen anywhere oh, else. Wow, okay. like, every, everyone in the chance staff is just really talented at drawing, oh, and I am no. not. So, yeah. But there's something that's even better. I'd far rather... Oh, no, I don't know. I really like playing these games with terrible artists because... It makes that, you feel good about your art. That, 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 that childlike innocence they bring um, to their fun stick figures. Ben's pictures. We've, we've played some drawing games together. And yeah. His are always superb. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> By superb, you mean filled with the wonder of a child. Yeah. And the skills of a child. Yeah. Thank you for the compliment. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, in a game like Scroll, where uh, one of the things you're trying to do is guess what each drawing is, mm. it's always more, it's always a better time if people get it wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, because uh, oh, games, yeah. of, games of scroll where you go around a whole table yeah. and uh, you write down what it is and it comes back exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Not enjoyable. Yeah, after yeah. I, I'll always give it a weird interpretation. When If I'm playing a game like that and I feel like it's super obvious what it's supposed to be, yeah. I will just give it a little nudge in the wrong oh, direction. Is that, is that why <laughs> your really? pictures are always... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it for the team, for the group experience, Tom. I'm yeah, actually a very yeah. good artist. <laughs> I was playing it the other week and Velociraptor Jesus, which I drew, yeah. I thought very well, came back as Weasel Vicar. That's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what you want from the game, you know? Okay. Exactly. So yeah, Perfect. it was uh, enjoyable for sure. Wow. It's an interesting game that you can play with like loads of different people, and then you, you you sometimes you'll play with someone that you're not so sure about, and then they'll come back with an absolute slammer, and you'll be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and this is this is where the hidden role potentially comes in. Maybe maybe scrolls actually what we needed in the first place, which is Ooh. see who comes up with uh, the oh, yeah. see who's see who's who is the Ben sending oh, sending yeah. pictures off the wrong way, just yeah. for just yeah. for the the hell of it. There does is, that mean, just does that, mean that I'm secretly burn. a boromir? <laughs> 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 if I'm put under enough pressure, I believe <laughs> I believe you are a drawer-mir. Nice. nice. There is a group of games as well that you can play whilst playing other games, right? I'm not sure. The Sneaky Cards was one that was made for like conventions where it was literally like you're playing a game and it would be like, go give this with a chocolate bar to someone. And then mm-hmm. they would kind of register and do some other things. And there's also other games where I think it's like Dear... Dear Lord. Dear Lord, where you're yeah. playing. It's again, games within games where you're 
trying to get someone to repeat a made up word that you've used and then, or trying to convince them that it's real or something like that. And so wow. you can be playing other games yeah. and then you, when, when you've managed to succeed on this ulterior motive, you're like, here, yeah. I've won. And yeah. Game, game within a game within a game. Yeah. Like it just gets meta. Inception. Exactly. You literally never heard of that. Like subgenre. That's crazy. Yeah. We did that in the office one year. <laughs> <laughs> Did we, or were you doing it to me without my knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this was part of this game. There was a game. We, it was for one of the Jingle Jam charity days. Mm. Um, everyone was given... God, it wasn't quite like a card. It was like a little... Almost like a little strip. Mm. Um, and everyone had like maybe six of those. I, I think know. they were the game. Kind of like... I think they were like bright pink or bright blue. Yeah. Uh, it was Don't Get Got. I maybe believe. that's yeah. it. And you had to get people to do things as the first person to get rid of all six I think we were playing yeah. with or maybe it was five mm. wow. would win and we did a couple of rounds of that I have no memory is that why I was hopping on the spot for you <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but it's literally doing that kind of thing and yeah it was a lot of fun because everyone's kind of distracted and yeah. um, you're just kind of goofing around and then yeah you do need you needed you need a day where everything is going on where yeah people's minds are off like because uh I play that game, that game, and I am constantly on guard. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you, you need to distract me because I am just questioning everything at that point. Do you almost like give it the day before? Be like, these are the ones that we're going to play with tomorrow. So mm-hmm. everyone's like vaguely aware of it, but by the time they get mm-hmm. there, like, okay, I've, I've kind of, you know, I'm not so super, super focused on it. Yeah. Or maybe you get a really expensive, like, long game that you're trying to figure out with a huge amount of rules, and by the end of it, everyone's super, super bored anyway. Mm. Mm. Yeah. There you go. It's it's wielding the weight of the rule book on people. God. <laughs> oh God, too many rules. Feel Tom disengaging <laughs> already. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> retract, retract. The mention, the mention of rules. Um, okay, mm. so we've currently got um, a, a, a larger number of people. Four to nine, I think, was the mm-hmm, one. Sure. We've got um, a wide variety of heights, if that happens to inform anyone's decision. Mm-hmm. And generally no other specifics times preferably on the lighter end mm-hmm. rules preferably none um <laughs> uh, was there anything else that we kind of wanted to try and eke out of this scenario what else have we got to think about hmm. sure i mean if it's like like the council of elrond do we need to be worried about like not everyone can read the same language you know they're from the dwarven realm and the elven realm and the human realm did we need like one of those games that's not language dependent and it's all just kind of symbols and Super easy and straightforward. Mm, maybe. It means you have to read less. Reading less is always good. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that kind of thing. That sounds, sounds great. Um, you know, more pictures, more pictures, more good. Mm. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Everyone, <laughs> everyone reads a different language. Wait, does that mean they all speak different languages as well? Well, they don't in the film, do they? I think they've all learned the common tongue yeah, they or whatever all just do it is, right? Common, right? Yeah. Uh, that's probably the game that you're playing. I don't know. Do you guys ever play, you know, someone turns up with a really niche Euro game and you're playing it all in German? I've never had that experience. The no. only, only game that I've played in a different language is Geistblitz. But that's literally no rules, pretty much, to an extent. It's just pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've I've had a couple of uh, instances where I've been so eager to get a game, I've bought it and not realised all the instructions in German. Oh, like, okay. so that that's that's happened to me before, where I've like had to had to learn German for a very specific reason. 
but that's like you know i can't say anything in german but i can like teach the rules to very uh, very I'm small amount of games like watch a youtube video about how to play mm. rather than learning german that feels like the real long <laughs> it way always, it was always it was always the way to get early copies so there weren't necessarily always videos out at that point but yeah <laughs> or that... at least not in english they're all in oh, german right. the videos are all in german as well yeah did you basically go on the duolingo app and you just went the board game one and you had to learn all of the german board game titles Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. what's the word for role what's the mm. word for you've betrayed me you mm. motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do i say this in german nice. where do i put the accent to make it angry and not a question mm, mm. yeah that's a very important thing yeah, yeah. the stresses on the english language they've got to port over right yeah surely <laughs> surely Sure. Uh, okay. Well, uh, so yeah, I'd say you know maybe um, worrying about the language um, aspects, maybe yeah. um, you know not not too heavy a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Is there anybody on the the council that you think is like? Yeah, who's the dodgy one? Like in like, and and also. Like what? What role are you taking in this? Because presumably you're there. So. Oh well, I'm going to be like the you know the cool ring bearer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know. So it is specifically to see whether or not who's going to stab you in the back. Sure, um, but who knows? Maybe I'm the Boromir, and I'm planning <laughs> to take them all. You know, so far of the way. Yeah. Um, they take me to Mount Doom, and then like yeah. I just kneel before Sauron, <laughs> and I'm just like, boom, make me the new king of the ring wraiths because I'm actually the coolest. And then he'll take mm. me in. I do feel like if I saw you as as the ring bearer mm. in amongst a load of hobbits, you'd immediately be the suspicious. <laughs> <one. laughs> yeah. like, I'm like, one of these things does not look the same. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Bongo tung- Tumblefoot or, yep. or yep. something, uh, whatever. You know, I'm a hobbit, so whatever. <laughs> Breakfast? Yeah, yeah. I was initially going to be Gandalf's stunt double, but they uh, they put me over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe maybe I'm the maybe I'll be the traitor. Who knows? It's a different timeline. Mm. All right. I guess, um, I guess you need to find that out. You know, you need to know if you're going to betray yourself or not. Also, and find plan ahead. Out, and finding out how kind of gullible and easy to trick Ooh, everyone else is. You yeah. want to test out like a bit of, a bit of that. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like assess the competition. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And be like, okay, right. That person's always real, like real suspicious of me. So mm. they're the one who's got to like, fall over the ravine um pretty quickly yeah i know who i'm asking to stay behind and hold them up while we escape yeah yeah. (laughs) you're Um, the bravest so uh come on yeah but i'm just a hobbit like nah, no i'm pretty sure you can take all those trolls get out of here have you heard of leverage come on (laughs) so uh with this in the original council aaron it wasn't just just the people that went on they weren't just be like mm. actually you know what all of us will do it it was definitely lots of other people are we could we even exceed the nine like is it is, is are we counting all the assistants in the back there are they going to be jumping in on this uh sure yeah because it'd be weird if suddenly just you were playing this game and then you had all these spectators right i feel like mm. i'd be a bit more self-conscious um, an, an interesting mm. one to see what the spectators got out of that interesting board game be like did they did they see all of these hidden yeah. conversations going on like can it, it's sometimes easier to spot those things from like from the outside mm. yeah and so get some games are better for spectator games than others as well like yeah I, I feel like all of these are going to be quite good 
I mean, the amount of times that you shout at the telly, right? Like that, that just everybody does it. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Of course, <laughs> yeah. they're, the, they're the evil one. Why are you thinking that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. How rowdy is this crowd going to be? Like, is it going to be like, you know, a, like a snooker match where someone's just like, oh, quiet, please. <laughs> um, or is it, you know, WWE and um, people are just going fucking crazy all yeah. the time? I'd, I'd, I'd really lean on that side because, like, at the end, they're all arguing, aren't they? And shouting over each other. That's and true. Bickering. I think it's a rowdy crowd. And if someone yeah. betrays someone else, you've literally just got, like, 20 dwarves going, Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, God. okay. No, I like that. Yeah. Sure, right. It's the Council of Elrond, but I imagine with like 20, 30,000 spectators. <laughs> wow. Um, I feel like you're going to have some like magic users as well who are going to be able to just see everyone's hands. And, oh, like, yeah. Like yeah, almost yeah. like a, when you're watching a poker match and you can kind of have the, the cool oh under God, the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be like yeah. a crystal ball somewhere with like two, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. two presenters who are, you know, transmitting <laughs> yeah. this to every hobbit hole around, um, around yeah, the world yeah. as they bring broadcast this amazing weird hidden role game <laughs> uh, yeah. coming live we'll see who's going to be the ring bearer today <laughs> yeah I, boom just make sure that Sauron doesn't see this <laughs> hey, guys, Sauron turn off now yeah yeah hi guys I'm Saruman the weirdly psyched <laughs> <laughs> I'm in yeah <laughs> Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, man, I think awesome. we're getting closer to the exact scenario that I want. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Folks, welcome to Dungeons & Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long-forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season or arc has a new set of groups and stories, all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. All right, so uh, we'll go on to our recommendations. Um, Ben, would you like Mm. to go first? Okay, sure. I'm going to recommend a game that you, I think you've already played, but I think fits the scenario perfectly. Okay. Um, it's Cutthroat Caverns, which is a, um, a, like a fantasy dungeon crawler with a bit of a twist. The idea is it's, um, it's semi-cooperative. You've already defeated the monster and stolen the treasure, and now the group of adventurers has to escape the dungeon. Um, but only really one of you needs to escape. <laughs> um, so... Essentially, the way it works is every monster you encounter is too tough for one person to beat alone, and you have to work as a team. But every time you kill a monster, you get points, and only the person who lands the last hit gets the points. Mm. So um, while you do have to work together um, to defeat it, you don't really want to work too hard, because if you hit it for 100 damage and then it's got 10 health left, the next guy comes along and, and gets the points. So you've got a lot of cards where you can interrupt people or force them to do different attacks. Or um, 
And also, most of the bosses and monsters in the game attack certain players, depending on which monster they are. So one monster may attack the person who hit it for the most damage or the person who hit it for the least damage. Mm -hmm. And if someone starts pulling ahead on points, you can you know, make them hit it for the most damage and then the creature will attack them instead of hitting you. Or you can swap initiative places with someone so that you get the last hit in instead of them. So it's one of these games where usually two or three people are dead before the game ends. <laughs> and then it gets very difficult because the bosses don't get any easier. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's a, a game that per perfectly like uh, shows what you want from people on a team, you know? how much are you going to screw the team over for your own personal advantage? Because yeah. everyone has to do it a little bit. Some people do it a lot more than others. And um, that's how you identify your Boromir. Someone who is just willing to let the whole team die because I'm not going to win this now. I'm too far behind. So I'm just going to sabotage it so that everyone dies except for me. And then I win by default, even though I've got the least points because everyone else is dead. Yeah. Um, and he just wants to watch the world burn. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's a fantasy theme. It's it's cooperative, but everyone's actually out for themselves. And it really, really can make you not trust someone in real life after you've played it a couple of times. Oh, amazing. Ooh, I've not actually played this one. It sounds great. I'm yeah. Like, I'm, I'm quite enthused. Um, I'm going to try and look it up afterwards. It's, it's rare it's to find a game that Dickie hasn't wow. heard of. Yeah, so yeah. This, is, this is also an achievement unlocked. <laughs> it might be out of print. Um, okay. I bought it maybe 10 years ago. All right. Um, so I have no idea. I haven't looked up if it's still available, but it's a, still a great game and I'm sure you can pick up copies. Fully yes. recommend you getting this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic situation. Um, Dicky. I'm going to suggest a game actually by the same people that did Deep Sea Adventure. It's, um, mm -hmm. Oink Games, they do these kind of uh, very small boxes. Um, and this is Fake Artist Goes to New York. So we're bringing back the drawing kind of element, but it's hidden role drawing, Ooh. which is great. Um, so one of you is going to be the uh, the kind of storyteller, and they give everyone uh, a little card that's got a, a topic of their choosing on. So you can you can say you can put down pig, you can put down kind of sword, whatever you want. Uh, so my two the, favorite topics exactly yeah <laughs> uh, and then you've got to kind of say what category they fall into okay so you might if it's pig you might say animal if it's sword say weapon um one of the cards however you just write x on okay so you just draw an x and then you give them out randomly so everyone is going to know what they're drawing apart from one person who is our fake artist Okay, the way the game works is that you have to, on your turn, when the piece of paper comes around to you, it's one shared piece of paper, you have to draw one continuous line with a pen. And then you pass the paper on. So you've got this weird kind of amalgam of, uh, of lines kind of coming together. And when it gets around to the person who has no idea what they're trying to draw, they just have, they know it's an animal or a weapon or whatever. Mm -hmm. They just have to put in the best line that they can do to make sure that they're going to go under the radar. Mm. No one's going to pick them up so as the person who has literally no clue what they're doing. It's like Spyfall, but with drawing. It really is, yeah. It's, mm. it's very Spyfall-esque, mm. yes. Um, each person's got a different colored felt tip as well, so you can tell who oh, did what oh, line. I was about to ask about that. Yeah, right. so you can tell who did, what e uh, who did each line. And... You know, someone does a straight line, they're immediately suspicious. <laughs> immediately, you're like, 
what are they on? Uh, it must be hard if you're the first person and you're the the imposter. It can occasionally go wrong, like, <laughs> uh, but the first line always tends to be quite um, quite cagey because, mm-hmm. like Spyfall, you don't it has, give the it has the same thing. If the person can guess what they were tr- what everyone was trying to draw, right, then they are immediately uh, winning. They they've won that round. I uh, famously played a game of Spyfall with Dicky. Oh god! Where I knew you were going to bring this up. He okay, was sure. the he was the spy, and he was the first person to get a question. And under the immense pressure of the weighty glances that were thrown his way, he was just, "I'm the spy! I'm the spy! I'm the spy!" <laughs> <laughs> I did. I didn't think I even made thirty seconds. It was just like an instantaneous reaction of panic and fear. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very good at these games until you ask me to lie. At which point, I'm like suddenly become like this vert, like. Person of virtue. Wow. So yeah, so I couldn't possibly lie to you, sir. <laughs> I've only ever been honest with you. I swear. Um, I definitely feel Boromir uh, would would not be Dicky incarnate at this point. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, be safe am, if you want him on your fellowship. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I basically only picked this game so I could say Dromir again. But yeah. I, I, I'm definitely not not the Dromir <laughs> of this. Like, I just can't. I can't take the pressure. Um, but it's it's a really nice game. Um, I think a really good spectator uh, one as well because mm. it's kind of got that built in because you've got one person who isn't drawing anything mm. and it always it's always entertaining as that mm. person to see what what the hell's going on when you when you know what people are trying to draw mm. it's when they draw kind of these stupid things and the the great thing about the end result of the drawing is that it looks kind of like the thing that you intended mm. but not really because everyone's been a bit cagey with their lines it kind of they look like these picasso-esque masterpieces yeah. right when actually they're just the fumblings of like people who have <laughs> they were just trying to trying to keep it together so is the um is the piece of paper face up the yes. whole time yes absolutely yeah so you can always see what people are drawing and you kind of like the gasps as someone draws a swirl like it's very, uh, like, very oh, so rogue. Who went for a swirl? That's a real, <laughs> real outside technique. Yeah, yeah. These... So bold, yeah. <laughs> so brave. <laughs> I, I feel like you know. Sorry to bring them up. You're gonna have, like. I've seen Elvish. Like it's very cursive. I feel like there's gonna be some interesting shapes. You know, it's gonna flow. It's gonna be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you get the like the hard dwarvish runes. <laughs> Yeah, a clash of styles. I think that's great. Uh, Okay. Well, I am going to... So for my game, I'm going to recommend one that can pretty much do any number count. Uh, It's actually going to be called Two Rooms and a Boom, which is another one of those games where it kind of says what it is on the tin. Um, The idea is that it's it's mostly a convention game, so you wouldn't... Hang on. I'm really sorry. It says what it does on the tin. Tom, could you tell us what you think <laughs> Two Rooms in the Boom is about? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I only speak Orcish. So I can't read oh, uh, that language. Issue there. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, obviously you can extrapolate from the Two Rooms in the Boom. Uh, but there are two rooms and there's probably a bomber in there somewhere. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> the idea is that uh, it, so it is, well, I'd say a convention game, meaning that um, it's it's not conventionally used for like your four players to six players this can be mm. it's better at the higher number counts um it's a hidden role game as well so what will happen is the the overall arcing story of this 
there is a president and there's a bomber. And at the end of however many rounds you're playing, between three and five, you will try and get the bomber, if you're on the red team, the bomber's team, in the room with the president, who is on a blue team. And what will happen is the president wants to stay alive, so he wants to, the bomber to be in the other room. So what happens is there are you're getting you're dealt out a identity card at the very beginning, and that kind of tells you who you are, what color you are, as well as what role you're playing within that. There's lots of different roles, and you can mix it up. And then there's also some just like fairly vanilla. You're just blue team. You just want the blue team to succeed in their things. And what will happen is um, over these course, you get a decreasing amount of time when you're split up into two rooms just randomly. You go around trying to talk to other people. You can do like color shares. So you can just be like, I'm on the blue team. What are you team? And stuff and stuff like that. Or you can just do a, like a full card share. So you can be like, I'm not only on this team, but I'm also playing this role. And the idea is that you're encouraged to talk based on your roles. So for example, there's an engineer who has to arm the bomb. Uh, and then once that bomb has been armed, they can officially win, as it were. And similarly with the president, there's a... Uh, situation where they, they have to meet the doctor for some he needs to get his vaccination for mm. unknown reason otherwise he doesn't live as well i'm, I'm not sure about that particular one. i'm sure there's a <laughs> reason. the idea is that uh you can mm. you can cultivate that you can have a really easy first game and then you can kind of add rules as you play it in several different games and it really does work well on the sort of top end of what you're talking about like the the eight onwards it can go like up to 20 and it yeah. doesn't add any extra time particularly it just mm. means that you have to be a little bit more like focused on maybe your discussions and such mm. and it, it immediately has this hidden role element to it so maybe someone's trying to be like a little bit like sneaky and but that might be their role maybe it's not it's yeah it's a classic game um it's it is fantastic in these large um situations. yeah we've had some really good times at like conventions and you kind of get late night kind of whispers mm. that there might be a game of two rooms and a boom happening somewhere and like you just get people like wandering around corridors being really excited have you heard where's it happening like, <laughs> yeah. what, and then you get like you gathering a horde of people who are just mm. all ready mm. to like play and then you just yeah in a corridor somewhere in the nec or whatever exactly. just being like this is amazing it was actually yeah. the way that me and me and dickie first met russ uh who is the other guru who's been on uh recommended games yeah we actually met russ through the two rooms and boom that he oh. uh he suggested so yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, cool. in yeah. funny ways we're, we're teaming up with russ as well here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so does it need like a host or a narrator to to run it it doesn't kind of a moderator i'd say yeah you need someone to because there's so many people and it is yeah. chaotic and that's the kind of wonderful thing about it you need someone to make sure that it's not going too long or if mm. people need more time you can kind of stretch out a little bit yeah, yeah the, the main thing is that at each of these like rounds and it'll be like maybe five minutes four minutes three minutes whatever um what will happen is that there is there's a team lead in those rooms and those get mm. voted on they can get mm. voted on by like I want to be the leader. And then everybody points suddenly at the leader. Then if they get a majority of the room, they suddenly become the leader. And yeah. what happened is at the end of those rounds, you send over people into the other room and they get a swap. So that's where mm. you're trying to get that bomber into the same room. But did they just send over the bomber? Did they send over the president? Who knows what's going on? So you have mm. to kind of like second guess and all the rest of it, or maybe just try and take con covert control. But there's some great, great people. Let's get those on board. And <laughs> it becomes all about alliances and stuff. So it's, it's quite interesting. And through, 
through that, you really learn who you can trust and you can't trust. Yeah, it's quite it's quite an exciting experience because it's it feels really unique, mm. like as a game. And you know, you've you've it's like Rich says, it's not a game where you're just gonna. Oh, should we play two rooms in a boom tonight? You can't <laughs> do that. You kind of have to have the right time with the yeah, right people, right. and then everyone just gets really exciting. And it's actually quite difficult to find now a copy of it. It's not something I don't think you can just buy anymore. Mm. So it still feels that when it when that opportunity comes up, it still feels really exciting. So like, and it's, we're doing a, a great round of recommending board old games. Old games. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I think I think it's nice. I think it's one of these things that because you because it going to happen at conventions it's one that's worth knowing about in case something happens right you know, it's, okay. i think it's still a really yeah. good recommendation because it'll happen when mm. it happens and you kind of just need to be ready for that opportunity i think it's a lot of unique games kind of like the novelty wears off after a couple of years mm. with two rooms and a boomer it just hasn't i don't mm. think it's um, i guess because you don't get to play it very often mm. really yeah happens. yeah i can just imagine now like some elf going up to some dwarf saying i'm on the blue team what about you? And the dwarf just being there going, never trust an elf. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. Not showing you my color. <laughs> Get well, we've, we've got to promote interracial communication <laughs> with this. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I think those are the three. Do you have any questions or queries about the games? Anything that you want more information about? Um, no. Well, so uh, I feel like uh, Dickie's game was explained very well. Very eloquently, I feel like I've kind of um, latched my latched my brain onto that, mm-hmm. um, and I have played the other two games. All right, um, nice. Two Rooms and a Boom. Um, big fan. I think it's a very very fun game. And Cutthroat Caverns, big fan as well. Uh, there's a boss in that. What um, one mechanic that you didn't mention? Mm. Uh, honestly, I think it's one of the expansions to that game, which I'd say you should never ever play this game without this expansion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the Weirbore, which is a boss that oh, yeah, I'd when about you him. fight the Weirbore, uh, it's just because you go through that game, you fight all these different bosses, uh, you kill, kill this boss, he's pretty standard. But if he ever attacks you, you get given a hidden roll card where there is a chance in this deck of uh, Weirbore cards, one says, You are the Weirbore. And if you make it to the end, mm-hmm. generally the party is, whoever is left, is super disheveled, they're really injured, not having a good time. If you are the Weirbore, um, they have to fight that boss again. <laughs> and if if they lose to it, then you win as the Weirbore. Yeah. Right. So and you so, become the boss for everyone who's left to gang up on. And so if you know that you're the Weirbore, you are trying to get everyone to as low life as possible. Yeah. Um, but you still need to make it to the end. But in turn, everyone's like, you got bitten by the boar. You could be a oh, Weirbore. <laughs> Shall we kill that person off? And it... Uh, changes the dynamics of that game quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, it adds so much to it. Um, big yeah. fan. Oh. Um, and of course, you find out who the weird Boromir is. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh. Just linking them together. Yeah. <laughs> Just so good. Um, uh, so yeah, familiar with um, with that game. I'm big big fan. Good stuff. So uh, if we were to press you, would you would you would you pick one of these three games to take to your council? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. One hundred percent. So I think I'd be a bit worried about uh, t- two rooms and a boom as that El- Elrond's council. Yeah, 
feels like it'd be harder to split the people separately. Sure. Um, you that's know, true. they're all around together. And um that seems seems like a pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the cutthroat caverns, although amazing, takes a little bit longer. A little mm. bit a little bit more time and um, you know, you've got some tokens and there's cards, there's a whole lot of stuff to, to carry around. Mm. Um Whereas I hate to like add to this combo streak, but (laughs) (laughs) genuinely, as you were describing this game, uh, what was it called? A A fake fake, artist goes to New York. um, As you were describing, I was just like, oh my God, I I just want to play this game. I want to play this more than anything. This sounds amazing. Um, I love, love drawing games. Uh, You know, I like that hidden role mechanic. This feels like something that you might not necessarily need. I don't know if this is a great promotion for the game. I feel like you could just do this with your own pens and uh, <laughs> I mean, essentially. And that's that's sometimes the great thing that these kind of folk games that have been kind of passed down and we just kind of do this, you know, sometimes it's great that they are formalized so that we forget to find out about them. Yeah. You know, I think it's one of these things that could have just been hidden in a basement. We kind of have someone's this is what we've done on Christmas or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, just, and then it's it's kind of formalized and we've we've got access to it now. Um, preserved for the ages yeah 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 i honestly absolutely love the sound of that it sounds great um you know you get to laugh at uh boromir uh, when he's terrible at uh, drawing (laughs) um and uh yeah i think that that's probably my winning game mainly because i feel like i know most of the rules from (laughs) you just telling me about the game yeah and could probably run like a bastardized version of it myself right now yeah mm-hmm. uh, and it takes it just takes a lot of those boxes mm-hmm. and that spectator sport sounds great yeah. you know having um Grima Wormtongue and King Theoden <laughs> as the announcers narrating <laughs> what, is, what is going on uh, would be would be just uh, fantastic awesome awesome oh, yes. oh. You, you got me <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Dicky leads. Uh, not only now has all of the points. There's no. Is there a Dumbledore? Have we got. We got extra points Thank that we you. want to award. I don't think I mean, we can even combo all okay. our points Tom together. Tom 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 you can both of you, uh, uh, two rooms in the boom and cutthroat caverns. You can both have a point. Okay, um, because uh, I genuinely love both of those games. <laughs> um, really do enjoy them. Uh, but Dicky, that's like. 10,000 points. <laughs> Whoa. Saying uh, a high score sick. immediately on series one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We so reset for season two. two. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, just, I think you absolutely nailed exactly what I want. Um, sick. I'm not going to lie. Very this cool. is, Dickie is so good at recommending games. <laughs> like every, genuinely every time I play with him, he, he brings out a banger. So, uh, it's no yeah. surprise that he's nailed this one. Sweet. Well done. Well done. Flash. Well done. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast. Um, where can people find you? Oh, just all over the place. Uh, oh, In your cupboards, <laughs> under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I do uh, YouTube stuff. I do stuff with Ben. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you, if you liked the sound of my voice, you you'll, can find, you'll, you'll find it somewhere. Just Google it. <laughs> just Google it. It'll be there. Cool Tom man voice. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. Uh, can, I get, yeah. can I get an ad on that? Just make sure that any cool Tom man voice just comes up straight one right there. Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful on uh, careful on that kind of thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, Angory Tom on YouTube and nice. Twitch, right? Yeah, that's the one. 
Perfect. Good, Good job. Thanks got, for coming, Thanks, Hype Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be all for us today. Um, thanks so much. We will do a short, uh, another uh, ad additional episode where we'll sum up and crown our victor, whoever that might potentially <laughs> possibly be. Um, well, that'll be uh, the, the gurus that you saw on this podcast, and we will be, we'll be joining those. So uh, do say tuned, mm -hmm. and we will... Uh, well, thank you, thank you very much for for, for being with us. Uh, if you liked what we did today, please consider subscribing, uh, jamming that bell icon, and and yeah. all the stuff that good good thumbs all up good again, like comment, subscribe, tell a friend, or just oh, you know set up twenty devices all set to auto download the podcast every yeah. week. Whatever that, you yeah. whatever you can stand around the water cooler, harass people, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. try and get other people to name the the draw the thing that we the oh my god. <laughs> I mean, this, this is the thing play some of the games you've recommended Ooh, that would be cool that's, that's the good thing and if there's a game that you think that we should have recommended I'd be really keen to see what that one would be as well yeah oh, yeah. yeah, oh my god idea. yeah leave a comment with a better recommendation than what we gave wow mm. that's good that's good uh, you know it's good SEO right <laughs> yeah. well, thank you so much that's all from us uh, and have a good one bye, bye. bye.